Good morning. It's time for our cool conversation. I'm your host, George Plummer. With us today, we have uh, Dr. R.P. Ashanti Alexander, Lincoln High School principal and city councilman. Dr. A, thanks for coming in. Thank you, George. Always good to have you on uh, the program. And we want to thank our friends with the Stanley Systems and Community Bank of Oklahoma for helping us out with our cool conversation program. So uh, February is Black History Month, and uh, who better to ask than uh, Dr. A? There are a couple of other folks in town that uh, know a lot about uh, uh, black history in the, in the area. Uh, but uh, we wanted to have you in and talk about uh, some things that you know about and uh, some people in our area that have done great things and, uh, you know, let folks know that, uh, you know, that the, the next governor could be out there somewhere or anything like that. That's next right. president of the United States, you never know. That's right. So let's talk about uh, the purpose and the origin of all this. All and right. I think a lot of people know it's uh, Dr. Martin Luther King uh, kind of helped spur that uh, with, well, with his actions back it, in the in 60s. In terms of, and yes, <clears throat> that is true. Uh, in terms of the uh, African-American History Month, it was founded in 1926 by Carter, Dr. Carter G. Woodson, a African-American who had attended Harvard University, one of the, probably second black or African-Americans to attend Harvard, and he was an educator and realized that due to the historical legacy of slavery uh, in impacting African-Americans in terms of education, self-esteem, and knowledge, uh, he was determined to help discover and publish uh, the history of African people, not just African-Americans, but African people around the world to demonstrate that African people had always had a history, had always been a part of great accomplishments. And he saw uh, history as an instrument for self-development, as a model to inspire the youth and the older other people to uh, build upon that legacy of doing great things. So it was because of him uh, 1926, and then later in, 19, in 1976, during the bicentennial, the uh, Association of, Mat of African American History uh, decided they would make the whole month. Originally, February was selected as the celebration of African American Negro History Week because of the birthdays of Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln. But later, uh, and, and most people have a misconception about the uh, African or Negro History Week when it was first originated, that it was February, and the reason February was selected, not because it was the shortest month, but because of the birthdays of Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass. But it was also to be the point that you studied the entire year and February was the platform, the staging point where you celebrate the knowledge and, and what you've learned about people of African descent. So, uh, <clears throat> and then Dr. King, uh, you know, his uh, I Have a Dream speech, you know, and that's, yeah. well, you know, we all, you know, we all kind of focus back on that. Yes. But it, it goes, yes. as you mentioned, it goes way back and, and, before and that. And that's yeah. to be included yeah. in, in the sense that. Dr. King was inspired by being in a community of black people who's, who were, were committed to uplift educational development, 
living out the American dream, but also uh, affirming the notion that America had an obligation to live up to its creed for all Americans. And so Dr. King, along with others, uh, Dr. King's father, uh, men and women who were in Atlanta, uh, began to be a part of ensuring that education was one of the, the, the methods to reach a racial uplift and also racial pride. There's a program at USAO this next week, you may be aware, with the uh, Dr. Fisher Center yes. at the university about uh, this uh, group of young Oklahoma City uh, African-Americans. I don't know how old they were. They're probably college kids. I don't know. But they had some sit-ins at Oklahoma yeah. City restaurants. Yeah, and- Oklahoma City, that's right. Oklahoma City really was the, uh, they talk about Greensboro. Oklahoma City really was the first uh, site or city in America to participate in the sit-ins, led by uh, Ms. Clara Looper, who was an educator in Oklahoma City. Uh, That, one of the beauties of studying uh, African-American history or or the history of African people worldwide is the impact that African people have had in Oklahoma. one of the things that, and that's one of the reasons I love Oklahoma history, is because there's so much about it that, that speaks to not only Oklahoma, but the United States and, and the, compliment, the accomplishments of African people in Oklahoma and from Oklahoma. Uh, one of the things that's important, Oklahoma played a pivotal role in the, or Oklahoma Territory played a pivotal role in the the winning of the Civil War. Uh, Oklahoma, it was in Oklahoma where the first time in American history that a, a military command was composed of Africans, Native Americans, and whites in the same army. That was here in Oklahoma. So, we, we, we you know, I've learned, and I learned it growing up and going to school at Lincoln School, uh, the notion of being proud of who you are. Um, one of the, the, the things that I'd like to ensure that our audience hears is that the celebration of African history does not mean the denigration of anybody else. But it means simply that if we, if we were honest with ourselves, the impact of slavery in America was about diminishing people to a degree that they felt it was okay to treat them less than human. And so Dr. Woodson was, was, was a giant and a dynamo in believing and working toward the power of knowledge to refute the notion that the African had no history to celebrate and that African people were not anything that mattered in the history of time. And so when we talk about African history, we're talking about Africans around the world, not just the United States, not only Dr. King. Dr. King was, 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 was very knowledgeable about his heritage in Atlanta, but also he was a Morehouse man. Uh, Dr. King went to, went to college and started at the age of 15. Being a Morehouse man and being part of the historical black college system was a very important point in terms of developing black leadership in, in America. So education was always seen as a pathway to freedom and to self-determination. And so 
again, Dr. King, as well as uh, Dr. Woodson and others. Uh, if you talk about the work of Dr. Fisher, she was, was, was encouraged and empowered because of her being a part of, a, of an educational system in Chickasha at Lincoln School where educators were committed to ensuring that their students would be motivated and committed to giving their best. Being a, being a positive representative of the race, of their community, and of their family. Back on our Cool Conversation program today, Dr. A, is uh, he's well-known in Chickasha is our guest today. So uh, uh, just a couple more comments about Dr. Fisher. Of course, uh, yes. her, just, her birthday was just, recent, birthday, just in, recently. In February, yes, in February. So how appropriate is that, I guess? I mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> she was a giant. Uh, her work... Her commitment, her sacrifice in terms of uh, being an instrument that would desegregate the University of Oklahoma in terms of graduate education and going to law school and was part of the Brown, the 1954 Brown versus uh, the Board of Education of Topeka, Kansas. It was She was a part of that effort. Um, one of the things I like to remind people of is that for all of the OU fans who celebrate uh, Billy Sims and all of the quarterbacks and running backs and the Heisman winners coming from OU, that it was uh, her efforts in a, in a kind of a roundabout way that opened up OU for undergraduate, African-Americans in undergraduate school there. So, uh, you know, it's amazing that, that – and I tell my students that you can get it done from Chickasha, Oklahoma. Just because you're from Chickasha does not mean that you cannot make a mark around the world. Right. And there are people that we know of, uh, regardless of their race, have done great things coming from Chickasha, Oklahoma. And in the case of Dr. Fisher, she came yes. back? She came back. Uh, as At one time, she was an attorney here in Chickasha. Mm -hmm. And then she later on went to... Uh, the University uh, of Langston University and later became a part of the Board of Regents of the University of Oklahoma. Uh, one of the things that I like to say is that uh, we've got to, to become a great city, we've got to be aware of the accomplishment of all of our citizens. And sometimes we, we have to admit and just be honest with ourselves that sometimes we don't do that. Uh, when a child hears and sees uh, that there are persons doing great things who look like them, it inspires you. Uh, and, and, and again, the purpose of African American History Month is not to denigrate anybody else's history, because when we go and look at it, we know that African people have been everywhere, and there has been a, a crossing of cultures and races, races to the point where if you look at uh, France's greatest writers, it was African known as the Dumas. Alexander Dumas wrote to Calvin Monte Cristo. If you go to Russia, you've got African people there, and Russia's greatest poet is Alexander Pushkin. And so Africans are everywhere, but that's not the only celebration. And so when you look at African American History Month, it's a celebration and also the unification that we are really one people. 
if we can decide to make an effort, a conscious effort, to know our history and then celebrate all of us in a positive way. Wanted to mention some other Chickasha people uh, that uh, have done great things yes. uh, just right here in town yes. without having to leave town. Roy and Clara Bryant, yes. uh, and uh, business owners and operate for business four, owners, 40 years. 40 years, yep. John and Laura Alexander. Mm -hmm. My parents, they had a business. You know, I grew up at a time when I saw people make a determination to build and do things right here in Chickasha. So uh, my celebration of, of my history is also a celebration of being a part and having a legacy within Chickasha. Among some of the local uh, people that are still here and have done great things for Chickasha, yes, Loretta Jackson. Yes, sir. She is monumental in really uh, documenting the history, the black history of Chickasha and Grady County, uh, towns such as Bailey and other things that she's gathered to uh, transcribe and save in, 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 in the effort to archive in a very uh, scholarly and sophisticated way the work of Africans within this community and within this state. And her uh, gathering and uh, refurbishing of the uh, separate school from Verdon in the Chickasha is really a, a, a great work of what the one-room school did in terms of helping trend, uh, transform the lives of, of African people in foreign communities. Uh, Dr. Bullock, Dr. Uh, Bullock, longtime doctor, yes. and uh, he served yes. everybody at Chickasha. And, and, and he had to because there were racial restrictions where if you were African American, you could not get health care from white doctors or at the white hospitals. So the black community in Chickasha decided to look for a doctor, and they contacted Mahara University, which was the uh, medical school for African Americans at that time. And they were told that there was a doctor in Kansas City practicing that they could and uh, should contact to come to Chickasha. And I've got records of the writings of some of the members of the Chickasha Negro Chamber of Commerce who wrote them, and they did find someone who did come. So Bullock Center is named after Dr. Bullock, and its purpose was to uh, serve the black community of Chickasha in their medical needs, and they did. Educators, other than yourselves, yes. <clears throat> we've got uh, the Hilburns. Hilburns, Evalu Boyd, District for, Boyd yeah. uh, those <clears throat> men and women, Miss Stevenson. Uh, before there was a Roy's barbecue, there was an Edwards barbecue. And Edwards, were, uh, his wife was my teacher, Mrs. Edwards. So that's the experience that I had with men and women who uh, found themselves where they were, and they made an effort to make a contribution, yep, and they did. Other great educators, yes. uh, Casta Thomas Casta and Thomas, Eileen Thomas, right. uh, educators. They, gotta, you got to put Briscoe McPherson in there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, in the college level, they are there. All the university persons that have given themselves and their time and efforts to showing that if given an opportunity, people can flourish and help change the lives of other people by the work that they do. So I celebrate African-American history because it's a celebrated life and of people doing great things.
Dr. A, we appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Thank you, George. And uh, continued success. Thank you for the uh, opportunity. In education. Yes, sir. And on the city council. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Doctor, Have a great day. Dr. R.P. Ashanti Alexander, our guest on our Cool Conversation program today. And we want to thank our sponsors, Stanley Systems and Community Bank of Oklahoma.